but then we remember the voice of truth, God's promises on my life, God's promises on your life, that I'm a child of God, a son of the king, the king of the world, who will forever reign. I was created in love, by love, and for love. He has an amazing plan for my life. Those voices of truth would say, I'm here for a reason. I might not be enough, but I'm more than conquerors through him that loved me. Welcome to the Inspire Preaching Podcast. I am your host, Douglas Boyd, and we want to encourage you to keep reaching higher and go further in your walk with Jesus Christ, and above all, to never ever give up, but to keep moving forward in Jesus Christ. Have you ever asked yourself, do the words that I speak really matter? Well, today on the Inspire Preaching Podcast, we are going to talk about that very subject. Stay tuned. Welcome to the Inspire Podcast. I am your host, Douglas Boyd. We are so glad that you are with us today. You are a blessing to us, and we pray that we are a blessing to you. If this podcast is a blessing to you, please go to your podcast player. We are on Spotify, iTunes, anywhere that there is a podcast. And please subscribe to us and then take it a step further than that. Invite your family and your friends to be part of our podcast family. We're an outreach of Crossway Family Church in Bowie, Texas. Please go to our Facebook page, Crossway Family Church, and click like and be part of our church family also. We do this podcast to edify you, to build you up, to encourage you. Our main goal is to see more Christians get an attitude, get their heart into a place where they never ever give up. That they have a made up mind to move forward in Jesus Christ, no matter what this world throws at them. Well today, We have an incredible Bible study. I think this is going to be a real blessing for you. And uh, we're talking about change your words, change your life. Change your words and change your life. I believe that that can be a reality for you. And the Word of God backs up what I am saying. Let's go into it right now. Change your words, change your life. Before we get into the Holy Scriptures, let's pray over this lesson today. Father, I just give you praise, and I give you honor, and I give you glory. Lord, anoint our ears to hear the Word of God today, and let our hearts be that beautiful, fertile garden where your Word is planted, and let it be watered, and let it grow, and let it change our lives today. And I'll be careful to give you the praise for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's go to the book of James, chapter 3. I'm going to be reading from the New King James Version. Today, change your words, change your life. Verse 1 says, My brethren, 
Let not many of you become teachers, knowing that we shall receive a stricter judgment. For we all stumble in many things. If anyone does not stumble in word, he is a perfect man, able also to bridle the whole body. Verse 3 says, Indeed, we put bits in horses' mouths that they may obey us, and we turn their entire body. Look also at the ships. Although they are so large and are driven by fierce winds, they are turned by a very small rudder wherever the pilot desires. Now here we go. Verse 5. Even so, the tongue is a little member and boasts great things. See how great a forest, a little fire kindles. And the tongue, and folks, you can insert Right there, and our words are a fire, and the tongue is a fire. A world of wickedness, the tongue is set among our members so that it defiles our whole body. Now listen to this, and sets on fire the course of nature, and it is set on fire by hell. In other words, the words that we speak set on course the nature of our life. Verse 7, for every kind of beast and bird of reptile and creature of the sea is tamed and has been tamed by mankind. Here we go, verse 8. But no man can tame the tongue, our words. It is an unruly evil, full of deadly poison. With it we bless our God and Father, and with it we curse men who have been made in the similitude of God. Out of the same mouth proceed blessing and cursing. My brethren, these things ought not to be So, I want to talk to you today about this subject, change your words and change your life. Our words can be used for so much destruction, and sadly, that's generally how we choose to use them. I want to look at a few of those verses again and insert the word words instead of the word tongue, because that's what he's talking about, our words. The verses are not talking about that piece of flesh in our mouths called a tongue. These verses are talking about the words that we speak. Verse 6, and our words are a fire, a world of wickedness. Our words is set among the members of our body that it defiles our whole body and sets on fire the course of nature, And it is set on the fire by hell. Verse 8, But our words can no man tame. Our words are an unruly evil full of deadly poison. I can't count how many times I have heard Christians say, I'll never have victory. I'll never beat this addiction. I'll never get a better job. I'll never be enough. I'll never have enough. God will never use me. God doesn't love me as much as he loves others. I just can't win. I'll never make it. I'll never be healed. I guess it just wasn't God's will to heal me. I guess it just wasn't God's will to bless me. And the list goes on and on and on. What does that remind you of? It reminds me of the 10 spies that Moses sent into the promised land. There were 12. Two had a good report. The other 10 had a negative evil report that caused them to have to wander in the desert for 40 more years. And I hear Christians say this all the time. 
say those words, and it's words of death. Let's look at a few points today about how our words affect our lives. Number one today, number one today, first, the choice is up to you to speak words of life or words of death. The Lord cannot force you to do the right thing. You know, we say all of the time, nothing is impossible for God. That's actually not true because the Lord will not force us to do the right thing. Which do you choose? Proverbs 18 verses 20, verse 21 says, There is death and life in the power of the tongue, and those that love it will eat its fruit. In other words, there is death and there are, is life in the power of the words that we speak. With your words, you have a choice. You can speak death or you can speak life. Proverbs says either way, either way, you will eat the fruit of what you say. Put your hand on your chest, pat it right there and say, I will eat the fruit of what I say. You're going to either have the good fruit of life and life more abundantly or the bad fruit of death and defeat. And today, you need to make a choice. Our words can be the death of a church. I've seen it happen. Our words can be the death of our marriages. I've seen it happen. Our words can be the destruction and the death of friendships, the death of careers, the death of people's lives. It's, it's a serious, serious thing. On the flip side, on the flip side, our words can be used for good. Our words can be used for healing. Our words can be used for joy and for love and for edification. Our words can be used to restore others. Did you hear me today? Our words can be used to restore others, to build them up, to edify them, to reach out to those that are hurting. Proverbs 15 verse 4 says, Gentle words are a tree of life. A deceitful tongue crushes the spirit. In other words, gentle words are a tree of life, but Deceitful words crush the spirit. So which will it be today? Words of life or words of death? That leads us today to point number two. Our words depend on the condition of our hearts or our spirit. What's in your heart today, my friends? Is bitterness controlling your heart and your life? Is unforgiveness bringing poison into your mind and into your heart, it will result in words that you will regret. Luke chapter 6, verse 45 says, A good person produces good things from the treasury of a good heart, and an evil person produces evil things from the treasury of an evil heart. What you say flows from what is in your heart. So fill your heart today with grace, with the promises of God's word, with love and with joy. Let the Bible change the way that you think and change the words that you speak. Let the Bible change the way that you speak and the way that you think. Number three today, realize, well, this is a big one, realize that people around you 
are listening to you. Whether you realize it or not, people are listening to you. Trust me, if you say that you are a Christian, they are listening to you. So what are people hearing? I was at Walmart one day in Decatur, Texas, when I used to work there, standing there saying, welcome to Walmart, over and over and over. I actually liked it, though. It was kind of cool being paid to just be nice to people. And there were two, two people standing a few feet away from me. One was an elderly woman. The other was a younger man. They were talking about different churches in the area and different preachers, and they started to run down a pastor at this church. I don't even know who they were talking about, but what I heard was awful. You should never run down a man of God, a pastor. And they didn't know it, but they were placing a curse upon themselves. I wanted to interrupt them and ask them and say, where do you go to church? Because I want to know which church to not go to. But I didn't say anything. But it was sad hearing them use words of death and throwing this pastor under the bus. If you think your pastor is doing wrong or you don't like him or whatever, pray for him. Don't go out in public doing that with your mouth. And it's so easy to do, but we need to stay away from that. Ephesians chapter 4 verse 29 says, Let no corrupt communication, or in other words, let no corrupt words or talk come out of your mouths but only such as is good for building up or edifying as it fits the occasion, listen, that it may give grace to those who hear. Our words should give grace to those who are around us. So Paul teaches right here that what we say, the words that come out of our mouths should add grace to the hearer's. When people hear you speak, do they hear grace? Are they edified? Are they built up? Are they encouraged? I want to read that same verse that we just read out of the King James Version. Ephesians 4 and 29. Let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth, but that which is good to the use of edifying, that it may minister grace to the hearers. So in the King James Version, it says that your words should minister grace. The word grace here means gracious, divine influence upon the heart. It means favor and worthiness. That's how we should be talking. That's how our words should be used. So when we speak in front of others, our words, they minister grace to the hearers. Our words should be grace, love, divine influence upon the heart. In Acts chapter 16, you know this story. Paul and Silas were beaten and thrown into prison for their faith. They were put in stocks and in chains and beaten to a bloody pulp. And as they lay there that night, they had a choice to make. Do we complain? Oh, I know me. I would have been, I would have been oh, God, why has this happened to me? Why am I not in your will, God? Can I say that they were there because they were in God's will? They were doing God's work. I know me, I would be probably complaining. So do we complain? Do we speak doubt, unbelief? No, Paul and Silas, 
turned their words into prayer, praise, and worship. Acts chapter 16, verse 25, around midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God, and the other prisoners were listening. No matter where Paul was, whether it was preaching at church, teaching in a synagogue, or suffering in prison, Paul's words were a testimony of the beautiful grace that filled his heart. Let me repeat that. In Paul's life, his words were a literal representation of the grace and the mercy that filled his heart. Out of the heart, the mouth speaks, the Bible says. All around you, just like with Paul and Silas, all around you there are prisoners in this world. Prisoners of depression, prisoners of sin, prisoners of abuse, prisoners of hurting and broken hearts that have them in chains. What do they hear us saying? Do they hear us speaking words of grace and edification or words of complaining and words of death and words of doubt and unbelief? Number four today, your words set forth the course of your life. We just read it in the book of James. Folks, change your words and you will change your life. Pastor, are words really that important? Look again at the passage from James. James chapter 3, verse 6. And the tongue, our words, is a fire, a world of wickedness. The tongue is set among our members so that it defiles our whole body and sets on fire the course of nature, and it is set on the fire of hell. Sets on fire the course of nature means it sets forth the course of your life. If you constantly talk defeat, you will have defeat. If you constantly talk doubt, you will have doubt. If you constantly talk about not making it, you won't. But flip it around. If you speak words of grace, grace will increase in your life. If you speak words of healing, healing will pour into your life and into your heart. If you speak words of victory, even in a bad situation, God will work it out for your good. Pastor, I don't know. That, so that sounds like name it, claim it to me. No, it's the words of Jesus Christ. Let's close today by looking at what Jesus said about words. I want you to turn in your Bibles to the book of Mark chapter 11. Please turn there. Are you turning? I'm going to wait. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Mark chapter 11, verse 22. And Jesus answering them said, Have faith in God. For truly I say to you, that whosoever shall say to this mountain, Be removed and be cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he says shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he says. That's Jesus talking. Now, do you think that words matter? According to Jesus Christ, words matter. Whosoever shall say to this mountain, and shall not doubt in his heart, but believe that the things which he says 
shall come to pass. He shall have whatsoever he says. Oh, I believe that words matter. According to the Lord Jesus Christ, words matter. Matthew 12, verse 36 and verse 37. And I tell you this, you must give an account on judgment day for every idle word you speak. Thank God we can repent of the words that we have spoken. Verse 37, the words you say will either acquit, that means justify, the words that you say will either justify you or condemn you. Oh, my friends, this is so important to the heart of Jesus Christ. We will give an account for every idle word we speak. I believe that it would be good for us to repent of the idle words that we have spoken. Thank God that we can go to him now. We can go to him. We can repent. Even when getting saved, the Bible says that our words are used. Romans 10, 9 and 10, that if you shall confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe with your heart that God raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. You may say today, well, I've blown it in this area. My friends, today is a new day. Today you can change the course of your life by changing your words. Let's make a fresh commitment to Jesus Christ today to speak words of life. Lord Jesus, we praise you today. We thank you. Lord, we repent of every single idle word we have ever spoken. And I pray for every single person who hears this podcast that you would help them to change their words and that you would help them to change their words into words of life. And I'll be careful to give you the praise for it. In your mighty name, amen. Thank you so much for being with us today. I really appreciate it. Your words matter, my friends. Your words matter. They really do. It's such an important thing. What comes out of our mouths. Thank you so much for being with us today. And again, if this podcast has been a blessing to you, please consider subscribing to it. And then invite your family, invite your friends. Let them be part of our podcast family also. Thank you so much. We appreciate you and you are a blessing to us. And may God's greatest and his best be yours in the Lord Jesus Christ. God bless you.